I think it's fairly obvious I love what I do. And one of the things I love about what I do is the fact that I can bring you stories that you actually need to know about so that, you know, you don't get caught up in some of these frauds that are going around. Uh, the OPP are warning residents of a relatively new kind of fraud. It's known as SIM swapping. Here to talk about it, David Shipley, 640 Toronto tech analyst and CEO of Boceron Security. David, how do you know if you've been a victim of SIM swapping? Well, usually the first sign will be uh, phone calls or text messages stop working on your phone because essentially someone has hijacked your uh, phone number and now all that information is being rerouted to a new device under their control. The second thing you'll start noticing is you can't get into any of your social media accounts, your bank accounts, anything you've tied that helpful help of multi-factor authentication to, um, you're now locked out of and the uh, consequences can be pretty dire. Okay, so what should you do immediately? Because if my phone wasn't working, I would contact my service provider. Absolutely. Um, and so in many cases, you know, you're going to have to get on the phone, contact them, or go visit them in person to see what you can do to um, to get your phone back. Will um, they be able to tell me, hey, look, somebody else has, has got that number now? Well, they'll be able to say that it's been swapped, but usually what will happen is someone impersonated you to get them to do it in the first place. They either went over the phone and talked to a call center representative and tricked them based on other information they've stolen about you, or um, they went in person with fake ID and, and convinced them to do that. So um, once this happens to you, the clock starts ticking. Okay, break down the, the fraud and how they, how they get my information. Well, so number one is um, oftentimes many Canadians, in fact, 28 million Canadians have been the victim of some form of identity theft now, which is stunning. I mean, we're upwards into the 90% of the population have had intimate details of their lives stolen and are now traded on the dark web. If you become a target of interest to criminals, which is you're a high net worth individual or maybe you have Bitcoin um, and they want to get access to your accounts, they're going to try and break into your security, which now often is tied to your phone. So if they hijack the phone, you've, they've got you. And based on my sources within police in the Toronto area alone, several million dollars have been stolen this year so far, um, stealing from people's uh, cryptocurrency accounts and others. Okay, well, are we safe if we don't have Bitcoin? Well, uh, not necessarily, because if they're uh, after a swim swap account to try and break into your social media to find maybe confidential information, intimate images, um, hijack your other accounts that you're tied it to. So there's other forms of extortion that these crimes are powering. Um, and it uh, is quite challenging. What the number one step that people can do is continue to use two-factor authentication, but do not use the two-factor authentication that sends text messages to your phone. Oh, no. Use yeah, absolutely. Just use the apps um, like the Microsoft Authenticator or Google Authenticator app, which send um, codes via the app. Um, you can't hijack that if you hijack a phone number. But even Twitter CEO was was hacked. Right, because let me just get this straight for a second. Yeah. What would happen is if they've got my phone, my SIM, if they've got it, yeah. then any text that would be the, the second authentication uh, text, it goes to them. So they got it. They got it. They but got if it. it's going to an app that they don't have access to, I'm getting it. Correct. Okay. Um, and so I know the telecommunications companies in Canada are aware of this issue, and some are working on it, but it's not foolproof. Um, they're they're trying to do better at this, and that may mean making things slightly inconvenient for customers because of the sheer amount of this fraud that's now going on. When they get your SIM uh, card and they control it, Apparently, the fraudster will go and download a series of popular apps and they'll select forgot my password button on all of them. 
that's exactly. dangerous. Is there any way we can protect ourselves with that? Well, so um, is just to get away from using um, text messages as your two-factor source. If okay. you get away from doing that, or um, yeah, it's not just text messages. Some apps allow you to do a phone call to a phone number um, to to verify, and they'll give you a code over the phone, automated. Um, so phone calls or text messages are no longer a secure way to do. What about emails? Uh, emails are more secure um, and then than text now um, to do your reset. But I, I highly recommend either um, using the apps or you can now get little special USB tokens that if you don't plug that token into a device, you can't get access to your accounts. And where possible for your most secure information, that may be the best bet. Where do you get those? So those are there's different companies that make them, but one is a popular one is called a YubiKey. Um, and they're still pretty nerdy, still pretty hard to use. Even I, like, struggle to get it set up. Oh, well, then forget uh, about me. Yeah, <laughs> but they're getting better. So there's more. And the other thing, um, and I, I have this through um, other means, is some of the banks provide a little token that goes on your key ring, and it generates a random number, and it's synced to the bank. And so unless you have that key ring, you can't do a thing. So talk to your banks. Uh, listen, David, as always, um, kind of a, a bit of a racetrack here, but I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You're always welcome. Have a great day. That is David Shipley, 640 Toronto Tech Analyst and CEO of Boseron Security.